All right, baby, we are back. After a long, enduring, tough finals week for the Gorgonzola School of Business, we are back. How is everybody doing? Hari, how is finals week? Great, outstanding, fantastic, couldn't be better. That's what I like to hear. And then we got uh, Mark, how we doing? How's work going? Is Rex Tillerson going to be the next Secretary of State? Uh, I don't think so. No, it's unfortunate. But uh, we'll avoid politics for this podcast. Yes, please, let's. And uh, it's been a hot minute, y'all. We got some things to talk about. We got college football playoffs. We got the Falcons giving up on the division. The Eagles are no longer relevant. The Cowboys are going to have the number one seed. There's a lot going on. I hate football, luckily. So I don't care anymore. That's fair. I, I just want to talk about Westworld. Oh, me too. Yeah, I, I just watched the West finale. Wait, is this a Westworld podcast? I thought this was The Ringer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, slowly transition to becoming uh, the Ringer Junior, but until then, this is purely a football podcast. So let's recap how we uh, how we did two weeks ago. Oh wow! Because it was not so good. Uh, I, myself, I went four and four. Ramu, a nice casual two and five. Uh, Hari, two and six, and Mark four feast and or four. Hari, what's your excuse this time? I said feast or famine. You're either going to win all your bets with me, or you're going to win none of them. I that's went five and two two weeks in a row. I went two and five. What what can you do? Yeah, that's fair. You just got to you know sometimes the tie doesn't go your way. Um, and then uh, overall, I got myself at thirty eight and thirty two. Uh, Ramu thirty four and forty four. Oof, ten Ooh, games below oh five hundred, man. Come on, I need a I need a I need a six and zero week from you this week. I need a six and zero week. We need to get some credibility. You want, I, I can give you one. I can hold, I've been holding it out. I can give you one. How so much like, research did you do this week, Ramu? We'll find out. We're about to find out. <laughs> I like it. Um, and then uh, we've got Hari at 33 and 37, and Mark, 37 and 31. You and me, sitting six games above 500. Here we go. What's up? Making money. Um, so, let's get into it. Obviously, no college this week. We uh, That being said, the bowl game season bowl game is going to be hype. But uh, until then... We've got straight NFL, and it is a slate this weekend. I hope you guys are ready for this one. Um, first game, let's just get right into it. Raiders at Chiefs minus three ooh, over ooh, under ooh, 46 ooh, Thursday ooh, night football. Mark, what you got in this game? Man, you know what? I, w- I was hating on the Raiders for a long time this year, but man, those boys are good. They're gonna get are they gonna get the number one seed in the AFC? I mean, I don't, I don't think so because I, I can see them dropping a couple down the stretch. But I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna get a buy. They're yeah. gonna host a playoff game. Yeah. And then the NFL is gonna look real stupid when they make a move to Vegas. <laughs> so uh, I am excited for that. Uh, Derek Carr is like probably the MVP front runner right now. I think so. I think it has to be. Um. So, so you look at those two things, and uh, you know, the the Chiefs are coming off a loss, right? Uh, no, no, no. They beat the Falcons. Oh. Hmm. Well, oh, I, I turned it off. The Falcons were up one. I don't know, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, you missed it. I mean, elaborate shit. Fucking elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, I'm, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Derek Carr. I'm gonna take Mark Cooper. Uh, give me the Raiders, and, I mean, I guess I'm getting three points with that, so I'll take it. Yeah, Raiders plus three. Um, Thursday night football. Hope everyone's gonna be tuning in. Big fantasy implications. Number one seed of the DPL, Hari Gopal. I never thought I'd say those words. What Thank are your you. thoughts on this game? All blessings to the highest on fantasy uh, that fantasy seed. 
Um, so one, I don't know what the fuck happened. We took two weeks off, and now people are just saying crazy shit. Like Derek Carr is the front runner for the MVP award. <laughs> that there's all this other shit going. Like we all of a sudden like the Raiders. That we like Thursday night football. Uh, there is nothing interesting about this game. I would honestly rather just talk about shit ball games than listen to us talk about Oakland, Kansas City. Uh, but here is a stat for you. Uh, since 2013, there has been no better team against the over uh, than Oakland. Uh, Oakland has gone over their total uh, 61.4% of the times since 2013. Uh, give me uh, this game to take the over this week. Uh, Kansas City is also very, very good at home. Uh, so expect a, a weird little bit of a shootout there uh, and have them go over the, the total this week. All right, that, that last point is interesting there because uh, the, the source I'm looking at has – the Raiders at five and zero against the spread on the road this year, and uh, the Chiefs one and three at home against the spread. So we'll we'll see. No, sorry, I, I meant uh, Kansas City is ten and one straight up. Okay, uh, okay, 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 okay. Eleven games at home. Ah, interesting, interesting. Data, uh, data analytics. Remove them. Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. What you got on this game? I'm I'm not sure what Hari's point was because he just bashed on Mark for picking the Raiders and then said they're going to score a bunch of points <laughs> and then the Chiefs are going to score a bunch of points shootout so I'm not really sure what his point was what they're teaching you down there at, at Goiz Goiz got so you know what <laughs> over as well so give me the over in this game what <laughs> <laughs> I like it I like it I like it um. I am actually going to go with my boy Mark here. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of things were all said. This Raider offense is the real deal. And actually, if you look, the Chiefs have allowed the most passing yards per game of any team in the NFL. They just happen to have Eric Berry, who, as you guys may be uh, aware, turns interceptions into touchdowns or two-point conversions. Um, the Raiders have uh, have covered eight of their last ten visits to Arrowhead. And the Chiefs are actually in a dismal 1-7 against the spread in their last eight games when they're favored by three. Give me the Raiders, 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 plus three. Keep the inside track on that number one seed. On to a vaunted NFC East matchup. Oh, no. We have Saint the so. Washington Redskins going to the Philadelphia Eagles, plus one, over, under, 46.5. Hari, you mentioned a lot of things have changed since the last time we were on this podcast. Why don't you tell me something that's changed about this game? Uh, I'll tell you what's changed about this game. So I was actually, I was very interested to see why uh, the Eagles are starting to fall apart. Uh, and I think it's really easy to blame the defense. I think it's easy to say, like, well, they're giving up more points. Uh, things aren't really you know, going their way. Um, but the larger problem is uh, they had five turnovers coming into these last three games. And have had six turnovers over the last three games. Uh namely from interceptions. Uh, Carson Wentz finally is showing his colors. He's exactly who we thought he would be in week one at the preseason of this podcast. <laughs> he is who we thought he was. From a garbage city, uh, which is Philadelphia. Don't ever take the Eagles. Uh, give me. I was surprised at this spread, but now I'm starting to believe in it. Uh, give me the skins this week. Skins getting a point. Um, I couldn't agree more, Hari. I think the Eagles' defense is for real. But their, uh, their trouble lies in the secondary, and this Washington team uh, has a lot of weapons. I think Jordan Reed might be slated to come back this week. Um, but here, here is a very crucial statistic about this game. Um, the Eagles have been on a skid in the last five games. They've been 1-4. and four. 
And there's only one thing I could really attribute this to, Hari. I don't think it's turnovers. I uh, I don't think it's a lack of a running game. I don't think it's a Ryan Matthews injury. It's because Mark bought his Carson Wentz no, jersey. No, I bought the jersey in, when they were still winning. And they came in. Yeah, and then they haven't won since. They've no, won I've, one game. I've had the jersey for more than four weeks. Five weeks. Six weeks. I think I think they, I think they I think they won a they, game. No, I think they won a they, game. They lost to the Cowboys when you first wore that jersey, and they have only beaten the Steelers since. That's a good win. It's not happening. Give me the Redskins minus one, baby. Uh, remove. What are your thoughts on this game? I think there's every time we've done this podcast, I feel like we've seen trends happen, and we overreact just like everyone says we should. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not going to say the Eagles are, are lost uh, a step and I'm not going to say that the Redskins are, are the new reigning champions of the world. But what I will tell you is these, these two teams know how to score, uh, defenses have been lackluster. I felt like, so let me, give me the over on this one. I like mm. it. I like it. I like it. Mark, take us home. Uh, fly Eagles fly. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not picking the Eagles here. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to take the Redskins. I mean, I'll, there's probably a lot of blame to go around in Philadelphia for this year. I, I don't think they're – I think they're a couple years away on the personnel as far as getting some weapons around Wentz. Uh, offensive line has been torn up uh, between Lane Johnson's uh, suspension actually being upheld and a couple too other – Too much protein powder. Yeah, too much protein uh, and a couple other injuries. Uh, on the defensive side, uh, obviously we have the pass rush, but uh, the secondary is pretty weak outside of Malcolm Jenkins. So – uh, I think it's pretty across the board. It's the, yeah, this is the team we thought it was going to be. This is probably a six and ten quality team, and yeah. it's, it's just you know they're regressing to the mean. So uh, given that they're only given one point, I mean, miskins. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Falcons at Rams plus six over under forty five. I'll kick this one off. Um, we have I feel like targeted a key trend that um, the Falcons have held very true to. The Falcons have scored less than 45 points uh, combined only twice this season, and that's on the road at Denver and on the road at Philadelphia. The Rams are by no means anywhere near the caliber of these teams. The sun is going to be shining bright in South Southern California. Give me the over on a measly 45 points. So wait, how many of those points are coming from Jared Goff? Uh, on a pick six or on a touchdown? Either one. <laughs> I think the Rams could squeak out like 14. I got Kenny Britt in my fantasy lineup, so I'm oh, praying. Okay, okay. <laughs> this podcast is long, Kenny oh, Britt. Oh, told you about Kenny Britt. I was going to say, <laughs> speaking, of Kenny, speaking of Kenny Britt, remove. what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, I think the Rams probably are going to cover because it's just the Falcons and it's it's past Thanksgiving. you gotta go, you got to go with the over. This is silly. This is a sign. I like it. Over uh, over forty five because the Falcons can score some points. Mark, what are you where are you at on this game? So I actually disagree with that. I think uh, I think the Falcons defense is probably going to shut uh, this this LA Rams offense. It's down. not hard to shut them down. No, they that's what I mean. And don't have much. And I mean, I, I don't see you know LA Rams on defense are good enough. I think to to keep you guys at like thirty. But Jeff points. Fisher's got a contract extension. He's got to be doing things well. Yeah, but I mean, his goal is seven and nine every year. And auto extension. That's fair. Contract for life. So, uh, Jared Goff is bad. Let's talk about this. His line from last week, he went uh, 14 of 32. Yeah, but at New England, is uh, Bill Belichick is a mastermind. Yeah, I'm just saying, the, the guy is not going to put up points. That's fair. I, I, I'm not taking it over in a game that he's playing. Uh, I'll take the Falcons and lay the six. Falcons minus six. 
Um, can they can they get rid of Goff? How, how do they do this? Can, they have to, they have to sign him to a contract or what's what's up? Remember when I said earlier this year that would you trade Dak Prescott for Jared Goff? I think everyone would say yes at this point. You all hate it on me. Um, Hari, take us home. Your Falcons, your Dirty Birds, the team you believe in, the team you love. So I have. Uh, so I think removed the words out of my mouth where he when he opened he just said like a bunch of random sounds like Iowa, Iowa, uh, which is how I feel <laughs> about the Falcons. Uh, I don't know what to say about this team. Um, LA is not good um, at home. They're only averaging twelve points a game, which is like abysmal. Jesus. <laughs> The Falcons like are averaging thirty points a game, but I just don't. I don't. I don't get how you guys get the over in this. I mean, maybe the Falcons score forty-five points on them, and that would be great. And everyone say the Falcons are back, and there's nothing to worry about. Um, this uh, worries me a lot. Our offense is not good without Julio Jones. Uh, there's a real chance he misses this week because of turf toe. Uh, you guys were hating on Goizueta earlier, but. One of my friends at school uh, got turf toe because he was walking around in loafers too much, and he's been on the bench for six weeks now. Uh, so I'm really worried about Julio Jones. Obviously, Julio Jones is an athlete. Andrew from school is not an athlete, uh, but he's been he's been on the bench a little while from that loafer injury. Um, shout out! This, shout out! I'm gonna give us I'm gonna give us the opportunity to 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 lay the points here, uh, but I feel very it's very shaky for me. Um, but yeah, give me the Falcons to cover. I like it. You, you know, John Willie got turf toe in college, and he still went to playoffs. How long did he was he on the bench for though? One, one day. <clears throat> one day. Wait, how many how many championships did he win? He's won as many as Julio Jones. <laughs> you, gotta have, you, gotta, you gotta ask Kurt Russell that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I like it. All right, let's move on. Another good matchup. We have the Seahawks. Traveling to what now seems like the revitalized Packers, mm-hmm. plus three over under 46 and a half. Um, Ramu, kick us off. You uh, used to live with a resident Seahawks expert in, uh, in John Willig, so hopefully you get some tips from him. Yeah, uh, he, he told me a couple things. He said, Hawks can fly, go fuck yourself. Uh, usually because I'm talking smack about the Seahawks. Nice. Uh, and then I told, him, I told him, go pack, go, and he said, go fuck yourself. Um, those two data points i'm going to take the over 46 and a half over 46 and a half interesting interesting um hari my insider on the weather tell me uh what what is the temperatures going to be in uh in chilly green bay wisconsin uh it is going to be uh snowing and 2018 between 18 and 29 degrees there See, seems uh, like so conditions that you'd want weather. for the over <laughs> I would definitely take the over uh, again. Yeah, I don't see how they make the over. Um, I don't. I don't know what to do with this game. Uh, so I'm going to take actually the under on this one, um, partially because of the snow, partially because the Seahawks are still good. Like there's, I don't know if uh, they're going to if Packers can be effective against the Seahawks and, and score 20 points on them. Uh, so give me uh, the the under on this one. Under 46 and a half. I like it. I like it. Um, this matchup for me is is very interesting. Uh, especially because we're going to see the Seahawks for the first time without Earl Thomas, which I think is an underestimated loss to their uh, to their secondary. He is arguably the most important player on that team outside of uh, Russell Wilson. That being said, uh, I do not trust the Packers. They have won two games in a row, but albeit against the Houston Texans at home, and I can't even remember who the last one was, but whatever. 
Uh, that I think for me, Hari, you said it right. This is a stay away. I don't really know what to do with this game because I could see the under. I could see the Seahawks covering. I could see the Packers covering. So I'm staying away, preserving my six games above 500 record. Mark, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so so this, so this the mainstream media on this one is going to try to tell you that Green Bay's back. Yeah. But you mentioned those two wins they have. Uh, yeah, they beat Houston in a really sloppy game this weekend. Their other win is against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Ah, that's who it was. So I, I, I couldn't remember. I wouldn't call anything that I'm seeing on their schedule in the last month something that's changed my mind about who they are. Um, that being said, I think on the other side of the ball, the Seahawks are doing that thing they tend to do. And... When the, when the calendar turns to November, December, they're getting it together. Uh, they looked incredibly good this weekend on Sunday night against uh, against the Panthers. Um, and I think they're going to continue to roll. This is a pretty, it's a pretty tight spread, only laying two and a half. Um, I'll take Russell Wilson. I'll take uh, Richard Sherman and the Seahawks laying two and a half. Seahawks. It's minus three. Oh, minus three. Sorry. Minus three, minus also, two. I'd like to add in. Also, I'd like to add in another fact. Yeah. Uh, the, to- the total has gone under in seven of Seattle's last ten games on the road. And has gone under for Green Bay's ten of their last twelve at home. So wow. you're not locked under. I don't see what you're doing. Little nugget there. I like it. Um, on to the matchup of the weekend. Cowboys going to the Meadowlands of the New York Football Giants plus three over under forty seven and a half. I'll uh, I'll kick us off. The Cowboys um, obviously had a rough outing traveling to Minnesota. That being said, that was their third game in uh, in 12 days. They now are coming off a week and a half rest. Um, I can see uh, that helping a lot of our sort of ailing, ailing injuries, especially along the defensive line. The Cowboys are just better. I don't know what we've seen from the Giants uh, in the last week that proves anything otherwise. They shot the bet against Pittsburgh and turned it over twice in the red zone. Um, the Cowboys have covered in eight of their 11 games this season. Um, I know on the road, divisional football game, that's tough. But give me the Cowboys minus three, baby. We're going to Super Bowl. Ramu, what are your feelings on this uh, on this game? Well, let me see. Let me, can, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear me. <laughs> let me say this. <laughs> the Cowboys know how to score. <laughs> Oh my God! Stop laughing at yourself. The, the Cowboys, the Cowboys know how to score. All right, the Cowboys know how to score. The thing is with the Giants, you don't know which kind of Eli you're going to get. So I think this is the Eli that comes out as well. Cowboys get back on track. Eli puts up points. Fire forty-seven point five. Give me the over. Ramu, you know you've <laughs> taken the over in every single game we've talked about. I actually. I I would like you to do a five-team parlay on the over. Just put like $2 on it and let's just see what happens. I asked for a 6-0 and week from you, so who knows? Maybe I get it. <laughs> this is great. I love it. I mean, spoiler, spoiler alert. I'm going to do the overs anyways. You're going to give me a parlay bet? Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Mark, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, so, uh, Samin, you said most of what I had to say. The The Giants are just not as good as the Cowboys, um, even though the Cowboys will be on the road. I think I think it just came out today, a big loss for the Giants, losing Jason Pierre-Paul for the yeah, rest of the year. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, you think back about the Giants and the teams that they've had success with in the playoffs. Uh, it was really built around a good pass rush, and he's he's been the biggest part of that for them this year. Um, so that, that's a big step backwards for them. And, yeah, the Cowboys, Cowboys are just on fire right now. I hate to say it again, but... Um, I'll lay the three on the road uh, and take the boys. How about them Cowboys? Hari, 
your favorite team and your favorite second favorite team uh, traveling on the road. What are your thoughts? Uh, so, as you guys know, my favorite stat is uh, DVOA. DVOA. Uh, DVOA. Pretty lengthy DVOA write up this week in Deadspin about the before the Steelers loss about how the Giants are historically good in DVOA. Uh, they're having the biggest season-to-season jump in DVOA of any team ever, um, or in the top five ever. Uh, they also are doing exceptionally well against number one receivers, and exceptionally well when they don't blitz. They actually are doing an excellent job of just dropping into coverage and intercepting. Um, I think uh, I think Dallas wins this week. I just don't think that they win uh, by three. I think they probably <laughs> pull it out very late uh, by just one or two points. Uh, give me the Giants. Uh, to, to to pull the betting upset this week. Interesting. Yeah, I imagine a lot of the money in Vegas is going to be on the uh, on the Cowboys. So uh, to your point, I actually thought this line would move, but um, I guess we'll find out come Sunday. But all right, I'll give you the uh, the Giants plus three. Interesting, interesting, my friend. Um, let's take it home with another good Monday night game: the Ravens traveling to the Patriots minus seven. Over under forty five point five, Ramu. Let's just get this one out of the way, buddy. What you got? I got the over. Okay, interesting. I uh, would not have guessed. Um, Mark, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, so I think I think this is an interesting one. Uh, I'm looking at some sources saying the line has moved at least a point um, towards Baltimore. Yeah, um, I can buy that. And uh, I kind of like that pick actually. My my mantra this year has been don't pick against Belichick, uh, especially at home. But uh, Joe Flacco's kind of got the hot hand right now. He, he tore up this uh, this Miami Dolphins team last weekend, um, and I think I think they've got a little bit of momentum. You know, they were a team that not a lot of people looked at uh, in that division coming into the year, but they're looking like a pretty solid team to make the playoffs. So, um, I I mean, they're getting a touchdown. I can see it being a close game. I'm kind of kind of leaning towards Brady pulling it out at the end. But yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take the uh, purple birds. Take the over. Hari, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, I am going to stick, you know, listen, I'm, I'm way behind Mark in the standings. Uh, Mark has like a few mantras, which is like, don't pick against Alabama, don't pick against New England. Uh, so I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta catch up with Mark here. He's gonna give me an opening. I'll give me the Patriots to cover. Pats minus seven. Um, I, I, you know, historically the Ravens always play the Patriots ridiculously close. Uh, I think the loss of Gronk really shows itself this week because uh, obviously they played the Rams this last week and we've already discussed how bad they are. Um, the Ravens have a good defense. And in order for them to uh, to have a shot at this game, I think they're going to have to keep it low scoring um, and, and try and keep it close there. So give me the under on 45 and a half. I'm going head to head against you, Ramu, because I think you're wrong on this one. I haven't even seen the notes I took on this one. Wow. Oh, interesting. Could I hear one note? Uh, Just like a small tidbit? That guy is something else. That guy is something else. Well, let's talk about some other guys uh, and start off with our first segment. Put me in coach. And I'll kick it, I'll kick us off. I got a good one. I got a hot take. Remove. I'm going against you in fantasy. So I picked this guy up just to make sure you wouldn't get him after I talked about him on this podcast. Give me a little Rex Burkhead. Oh, I saw of the this. Cincinnati. This Bengals. is that. This is that Caucasian running back. They yeah. Have, right. Okay. Yeah. He's there. He's the only white running back I can think of in the NFL. 
Um, but last week, he averaged 4.8 yards per carry on nine touches. Uh, meanwhile, Jeremy Hill, a measly 1.4 yards per carry on uh, 14 touches. They are also going against who? The Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. Give me a little Rex Burkhead. If you need a hole in your flex, or if you got a hole in your flex, um, ask him to fill it because I think he will get you a nice, uh, a nice high single-digit number. Ramu, who are you putting your putting in your lineup this week? Oh man, I'll tell you who I'm putting in. I'm putting in Sammy Coates, Pittsburgh. <laughs> he's coming in. He's been a little cold for me, but he's coming in the lineup to whoop your ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> who is who is Pittsburgh playing this week? They're playing at Buffalo Sunday at one. Yeah. Did you look at the weather report? They're gonna have two nope. feet of snow. <laughs> That's a lot of carries for maybe on bed. But they're ready for it. Oh, Here, okay, Ramu, I have something really important to tell you about this pick. Seven hours ago, uh, Ben Roethlisberger had this comment about Sammy Coates. He's growing. He keeps doing more things. He's coming back to us. His hands are getting better. It's not easy to be a wide receiver and have two hurt fingers on the same hand. <laughs> so, best of luck, Sammy Coates, this week. Uh, are you who you put in your lineup? I am gonna. Uh, so my favorite stat of this week uh, is is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of uh, contradict what I said earlier in the season is this stat about Blake Bortles. Uh, Blake Bortles has ten career wins uh, in his career uh, in the NFL. He's ten and thirty one. Uh, he has thrown eleven pick sixes. Yes, I did uh, read so that. I love that stat. Uh, so give me the Vikings D this week against him. Uh, Vikings have uh, a top 10 defense, and I think they're going to feast on Bortles and the Jags this week. I like it. I like it. I like it. Mark, take us home. Put me in coach. So uh, I'm going to talk about a guy I picked up to uh, probably flex in my lineup this week. And uh, full disclosure, it's a little bit of hedging on my part, but we're going to talk about Pierre Garçon. Ah. So um, I have Jordan Reed on my team. He was out last week, um, and basically – the latest news on him is they asked Jay Gruden about his status, and Jay Gruden said, I have no idea when he's going to play again. Wow. So it's really up in the air at this point. Uh, Pierre Garçon, in the three games that Jordan Reed has not played, averages uh, over, it's like eight and a half uh, targets a game. Um, so from the tight end position, or from the from the flex position, you're really looking for one of those to go for a touchdown. Pierre Garçon still got some big play potential. Um, I think he's uh, I think he's a pretty good option this week. So I like it. I like it. I like what it. A, what a, what a, we didn't we didn't talk about RG three if he plays. What about him? He's terrible. Yeah, he's just not good. <laughs> he's probably gonna separate no, his other like, shoulder. Oh, and twelve. He can, he can help them out. Um, <laughs> they are they are bad. No doubt about that. <laughs> Fucking Robert Ellis picked him up in fantasy football. Oh, I saw that. He paid the most for in our in our yeah. free agent auction. He's like, I'm all in on RG. I was like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> no wonder he's gonna be in the losers bracket. Hey, um, hey. Let's move on to that is going to get you benched. Matt Ryan. Uh, he could be one. <laughs> He's a candidate. Sorry. That was a teaser teaser. How about Mark? Who you got? Who's Ryan the Pine for you? I mean, it, it, you, there's plenty of blame to go around, but you, you can look at... Let's look at Matt Ryan. Let's All look right. at Matt Ryan. I okay. like this. Matt Ryan. Matt, Matty Ice. Let's call you Matty Ice for purposes of this discussion. Listen, man, you, you can't make that. You're a veteran quarterback. You, you can't make that throw. You cannot make that throw. Like, do you think he even knew that they changed the rule? Like, did he did he not see the Saints game from a couple weeks ago? Oh, my God. That was unreal. Like, I I don't know how you guys feel as Falcons fans, but that throw combined with the 
end of the first half pick six. Like, you cannot do that to close out halves or games. It's just unreal. I, I was on a flight, and when I landed, my phone had 900 messages on it being like, what an idiot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, things are great here in Atlanta. Yeah, um, so, I mean, he's putting up numbers, but, you know, he he's the he was an MVP candidate. He's the leader of that team. Can't make those kind of mistakes, so that's going to get you benched. Right? That is going to get you benched. Um, I'm going to stick to the uh, the quarterback position. Give me a little Colin Capper Oh, no. Nick. This did not work out well for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot believe I couldn't beat you in fantasy. With I still Colin beat Kaepernick your ass. And his five pass attempts. Um, I don't know what Chip Kelly was thinking. You could probably add him to this list as well. <laughs> but to go on the road on a divisional game, I get it. The weather is bad. But uh, does he realize that you have to throw the football and run the football to win football games? Um, it was unreal to see Colin Kaepernick trot out there and have two pass attempts through uh, two quarters. Colin Kaepernick, that is going to get you benched, my friend. Uh, Ramu, who is riding the pine for you this week? Oh, and as is typical of every week's podcast, we have officially lost Ramu. Hari, who's riding the pine for you this week? My turn. Oh, Ramu's back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> yes, Ramu, it's your turn. Who is going to get you back? Who's riding the pine? Just caught out on me when you said my name. So here we go. You guys ready? Yes. Uh, Mr. Dante Johnson, 49ers. Dante Johnson. Tell us more. <laughs> Yo, this is the guy that ran back to the touchdown and stepped out of bounds and started celebrating. Oh, uh, no, this is a good, one. A good one. I like this one. That's, like a, that's one. a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> he did the Snow Angels and then they ended up getting three points out of it. Oh. They got all kinds of penalties. They, they, he stepped out of bounds at like the three yard line and then did a Snow Angel for about 30 seconds. The whole team came over and grouted around him. The whole team is benched. <laughs> you, you cannot do that. The whole San Francisco special teams, you are riding the pine. Kick off, kick, punt return team. Get on the bench. <laughs> Hari, take us home. Who is gonna get, who's riding the pine for you this week? Uh, so for me, I'm going to go, I'm going to go outside of the football world uh, and go to uh, the sport I care the most about, which is uh, professional chess, which is having a, a stellar week this week. Um, so who is going to get benched is the entire Russian chess federation. Here are the three things that they did in the last two weeks. Uh, one, uh, they had a lead in the finals of the World Chess Championship and choked it away, uh, which is a horrible thing to do in sports. Secondly, one of their top chess players, who was grandmaster at 13 years old, uh, tried to do parkour on the top of his building and died, fell 12 floors. And finally, <laughs> oh a uh, chess grandmaster made a little three-year-old boy cry on television by wiping him uh, in a game of chess on Russian TV. Uh, so <laughs> Russian chess. That's not having a good week. Uh, that's going to get you benched. That is going to get you benched. I like it. Um, that takes us into our final segment, baby. Obscure bet of the week. It's been a while since we've got to do these, so I'm pretty pumped about this segment. Ramu, uh, with your l- lousy internet, because everyone in Michigan is studying for their finals, please tell me you have an obscure bet this week. Uh, uh, give me. Let me come back to me. Come, I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. All right, be in the Chess Federation. Let me uh, let me see what you got. Uh, yeah. 
So uh, my obscure bet of the week is that Masters bets are out already, uh, which is my favorite uh, time of the year. Um, so here is your obscure bet, uh, a little bit of a long shot. Uh, but uh, there's been some news this week that Dustin Johnson is playing in uh, some like exhibition tournament, uh, like somewhere in Dubai or Macau or one of these weird places. Uh, and this week, uh, they're saying he's still playing a new set of clubs and he hit his four iron 263 yards, which uh, just to give you like a little bit of like uh, something to attach that to, uh, it would be the equivalent of like the best punter in the world punting like at netting like 78 yards a punt. Uh, it is <laughs> an insane number uh, that he's putting up on his four irons. And if he's playing this well in December uh, with new clubs, I can only imagine how good he's going to get by April. Uh, he's at plus 2000 right now in Bovada. So if you want to pick him up, uh, that is my obscure lock of the week. I like it. I like that. I like that it. I like it. Uh, Mark, what are your thoughts? Obscure better of the week. So I don't. I don't know if we're gonna. I don't know if we're gonna dedicate some time on the podcast to this, but we got. We got to talk about some of these bowl games. Yep. 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 So, yep. so bowl games are crazy because you, you have these like eighteen to twenty two year old kids who like you take to this random city and you're like not really sure how motivated and or focused they are and you're like hey oh also play a football game and we'll give you like an iPad. Yeah. So um so I think a pretty good example of this um is in. The city where there's the most distractions of all, Las Vegas. Looking at the Las Vegas Bowl, oh, hitting yeah. um, San Diego State against our University of Houston Cougars. Go Cougs! Cougs currently sitting at a three-point favorite. Oh. Uh, but let's keep in mind that they lost their last game of the year, um, that their coach will no longer be there, and they will probably not be the most motivated team um, on the planet. San Diego State has probably one of the two or three best running backs in the country, Donald Pomfrey. Uh, so give me the three points and give me the give me the Aztecs. I like that. That's a good one, man. On fire so far, Ramu. Coming back at you. What you got? Oh, I think I'm reading this right. It looks like it's in Russian. But speaking of Russian chess, I went to this very obscure website and found out that FC Amkar Parm is a 100 plus odds winner in the next league's tournament. So give me FC Amkar Parm beating FC Rostov. Nice. I, I like it. I'm so confused. Are you saying they're going to win the tournament or just win their next game? Wait, what sport is this? Yeah, what sport are we talking about? Guys, it's Google. It's literally Google translating for me right now. I, I will <laughs> answer all those questions in about three, 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, there goes your window of opportunity because uh, I'm going to round this out. Obscure bet of the week. Um, does anyone know who the Cincinnati Bengals kicker is? Oh... Mike Nugent. Mike Nugent. Okay, yeah. Does yeah. anyone know what he has missed the last four weeks in a row? An extra point. Give me Mike Nugent plus 250 to miss an extra point this week against the Browns. They will be scoring touchdowns. He will inevitably miss an extra point. He's got the, uh, the whatever the thing that Roberto Rayo has. The yips. The yips, yes. The thing that Blair Walsh had after he missed that chip shot. But wait, was he a second round pick? No, oh, good God. Roberto Aguayo was. Oh, my God. I, he's like 13 of 22 on field goals this year. Oh, I was like, trash. what the hell, dude? Uh, yeah, give me a little Mike Nugent missing an extra point this week. Plus 250, baby. Wait, did we get the translation back? Yeah, hey, guys, uh, uh, quick quick uh, retro. Hey, don't take Amcar Parm. Uh, <laughs> they are pl- to win the tournament. Don't take them. <laughs> it's too much of a long time. Should I still pick them to win the game, though? No, the game is not a. It's 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 a it's a. You know, don't pick them. Pick Spartak Moscow. <laughs> pick Bartok Moscow. 
<laughs> oh my god, Ramu! I wish you would move to Russia and uh, live Facebook live this uh, event for us. We don't even know what sport it is, so I dig it. Um, with with that, boys, we're back. Uh, Ramu, I know you got finals next week, but maybe uh, we can squeeze in a, a little podcast action. Um, we'll have, I think, when do bowl games kick off? They kick off n- next week sometime. Okay. Yeah, next week. Yeah. All right, so we'll uh, we'll try and get bowl games for this next podcast. And uh, with that, we out, baby. We out.